Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. And in today's show, we will be recapping week 12 of the fantasy season and giving our week 13 waiver wire picks. I believe this is our fourth or so reaction show, maybe our third reaction show ever since we started doing two shows a week. We've had a Tuesday and a Thursday show, and this is our third, I believe, Tuesday show here in episode 43. And so we've got news, reactions, and waiver wire on the show today. And Chris, it's an exciting time for fantasy because after this week, there's only one week left until the fantasy playoffs begin. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for the fantasy playoffs. Like I, Calvin and I will explain it more once we have the full view, guys, but Calvin and I, it feels like it's going to come down to a win or go home situation for us. But it's like, like win we're... and get some help or maybe win this week and lose. But pretty much, I it's not looking great for me, but I've still got, a, it's not, I don't need a miracle to make it. But if I lose this week, it's probably a little bit more likely. I would say a little bit more, like maybe 60% chance that I miss the playoffs if I lose this week. But mm-hmm. I still have a, I would say it's about, it's really just about 50, 50 right now because like I need Miles Sanders and you guys know what happened in the Seahawks Eagles game for Monday night. I need Miles Sanders to outscore Tyler Lockett by 8.6. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, and because like they're assuming they're not going to pass or anything. Like eight point six, Miles Sanders outscores Tyler Lockett, and it's oh, it's a tough task, but it's doable. Like it's not. I don't need a total miracle. Yeah, I mean, Calvin, you definitely have a chance here, and I'd be excited if I were you. I mean, this is kind of like if you win this week, you have a very strong chance of making the playoffs. I would say. Yeah, like I could lose and still have a 40% chance of making it. And if I win, I'm guaranteed in. And I think mm-hmm. I have a solid chance of winning next week. Yeah, me on the other hand, uh, guys, let's just say I face Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry on the same team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think this, uh, the person that he faced had came within, I think, 0. .3 or something of the league scoring record ever since, since we switched to half PPR. He had Tyreek Hill. No, 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 Calvin. I still have the league scoring record. Oh, yeah, no, I said he came within point three of it. So you have it, though, right? Well, mine was in non-PPR. I scored 163. So in half PPR, I would have... Oh, no, but he scored 164, so he outplayed you a little bit. No, no, but, but mine was in non-PPR, Calvin. Okay, fine, but we're, we're saying, like, scoring, actual scoring. Like, I know yours would have translated, but, you know, like, actual scoring. I'll say mine is the best until someone hits 175 in half PPR. Or no, like 170 and half PPR. And then I'll well, say hey, there's the, the team, Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, Tyreek Hill, Wolf Fuller got you 190, regardless of your other players. If you guys, if any of you had a team, if you had a team where you had like three, at least three guys who scored like over 30, maybe even like two, I, I would, if it includes Tyreek Hill. If you just had stinking Tyreek Hill, you probably did pretty well. Tweet, tweet at me at Calvin underscore SGF, at Chris underscore SGF, if you want to tweet at Chris, which would not really be a smart idea right I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that's a smart idea right, yeah anyway so yeah but we i i'm rooting for miles sanders tonight and uh but there's a lot of weird stuff going on and we haven't played the news drop in a while the uh guitar electric guitar riff i think that it's like it's hard even even hard to remember actually i mean no i do remember but it's like hard to remember the exact instrument of it just because we haven't had it so long but let's do some news 
news. All right, yeah, we like don't include the news segment on the show because there's been nothing going on. But I mean, there has been a lot going on this week because Ravens versus Steelers has been postponed for a third time. The game is now scheduled. This is ridiculous, ridiculous time. Wednesday. We're playing a Wednesday game, and it's not Wednesday night football. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's 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 Wednesday p.m. Eastern. Everyone's favorite. What? I love some good Wednesday afternoon football. It's yeah, mid afternoon, not like late afternoon. Well, it's three forty p.m. Eastern. It depends where you are. Like, cause if you're in like Colorado, which is Mountain Time, it's like one forty p.m. Eastern. So that's like early afternoon. Oh, wait. We need to define this. Chris, wait, what is early afternoon and then mid and then late? And where does the evening start? Like, just disregard the time zone. It's like, all, time? Calvin, it all depends on, like, what time of year and stuff it is. Oh, that's true, because when it gets dark. But, like, when, how about early versus mid? What When does that end? It doesn't. It's all just afternoon. What? No, but early afternoon, like 12 to 2. Is that early afternoon? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I yes, think twelve sure. to two is probably early afternoon. Um, actually, one to one fifty nine. Two is not. Two is mid afternoon. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I yeah. think that's fair. Um, <laughs> the game is now scheduled for Wednesday, three forty p.m. Eastern. If it stands, although the NFL, I think they said they expected like the out, they were at the they suspected that they were at the tail end of the outbreak. But I've actually think I've seen them say that twice before, like in. Uh, tw- and it has not reached its end yet, but we'll see. I mean, Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, though, running backs for the Ravens, are now eligible to play, which kind of puts Gus Edwards' owners in a bind who thought they were going to play this game a long time ago mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, and uh, I don't know. I think they're going to play. I'm not exactly sure if I, because I'm pretty sure they will, but yeah, it's not clear yet, but um, that stinks for Gus Edwards' owners. Maybe – Adds, I would add someone, maybe if Jalen Rager is available or something, just add him quickly for this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did. I kind of, for this game, I have Jalen Rager, and I have a bit of a decision before this game starts. Uh, I think we'll, or I don't know if we'll be done. We probably won't actually be done. I think I'll just risk it. I'm already losing this week. But uh, I have Benny Snell that I hopefully wanted, that I want to start. But uh, Chris, I'm worried that game is going to get postponed. It's a possibility. You're losing by 70. Like, are you just going for points at this point? Well, yeah, because at this one, I'm going for points because that's what I really need. Like, there's a lot of things that could come down if I win next week that are all points. So, like, yeah, we I have need to a, make sure I'm, By the way, if your I'm fantasy on. league doesn't have a points tiebreaker, like, instead of a head-to-head tiebreaker, you should have a points tiebreaker um, and because uh, mm-hmm. that makes it more fair. And I've yeah. a lot of points this year, so it's, it's helping me. Mm-hmm. That's what's still keeping me afloat, honestly. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. Okay, so the Washington football team versus the Steelers, that's the Week 13 game. That's been moved to Monday, and Ravens versus Cowboys has been, have been moved to Tuesday. Excuse me. So there's, we got two Monday games, two, one Tuesday game next week. We got a Monday game this week, a Wednesday game. And we'll talk about how the Wednesday game, the logistics for fantasy platforms. I believe – wait, what was the last Tuesday game we had? Uh, I think it was mm. – wow. I think it might have been Titans, right? Oh yeah, it was the Titans. So what? It, it's that Tuesday game between the Ravens and the Cowboys will probably be handled the same as the Titans, I would think. But for the Wednesday game, all platforms, all major platforms that we looked at, ESPN, Sleeper, CBS, Yahoo, NFL.com, are all keeping this game for um, Week 12. It's counting for Week 12 scoring. 
but they're handling it a little bit differently. ESPN, Yahoo, and NFL.com have moved back their standard waivers to early Friday morning. So basically the whole schedule is pushed back two days for waivers. Like you can make your claims on Thursday. It processes at 3 a.m. Eastern, 12 a.m. Pacific, or around then between like three and four for ESPN or something like that, 12 to one. And then, but Sleeper and CBS are handling it a little bit differently. So for Sleeper, it's, it's all very confusing stuff. The game still counts for week 12, but I'm not, I don't know. I don't really like the way Sleeper's doing this. All league waiver settings are staying the same unless they're manually changed by the league commissioner. And correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know, Chris, do they, did they mm-hmm. add an option for waivers? Like, cause the latest option for waivers normally for sleeper is Wednesday after like any games that are on that day. Do you, I, I don't know if they'll add Thursday or Friday or not. Like you should probably contact sleeper for that. We don't play on sleeper. Yeah, we don't play on sleeper. I mean, if I knew I would tell you guys, but uh, I'm not trying to withhold information for your waiver wire guys. I have no clue. Yeah, I also don't understand because if you keep you can keep, sounds like you can keep your settings as Monday after the games or Tuesday after the games, which would presumably run before the Wednesday game, but the game still counts for week 12, I think. I mean, if I were a commissioner on Sleeper and there was no option later than after Wednesday's games, I would still run it for after Wednesday's games, but like I would look and see like if there's an option to run it Thursday, like after Thursday, then I would like that better because I'd be like or, but wait, yeah, I guess Thursday after day is what they, so it'd probably be like midnight on Thursday is when it would run. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Oh man, sleeper's so confusing. CBS, mm-hmm. uh, ha- you, if you want to sponsor though, <laughs> it's, maybe, maybe we could learn. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if we got a sponsor for the show. Yeah, that would be, that would actually be so cool. It's a goal for one day. Sponsored Get a sponsor. State Farm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, 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 uh, we need to get our, like our own state farm commercial. <laughs> like, but yeah. there's nothing that works for us. Like there's the Patrick price, the Rogers. Rick. It's second and goal. And guess going to guess who is going to help second you and goal sale. <laughs> it's second and goal guys. And guess who's going to help you convert state farm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But, oh, wait, but it's like, guess who's going to help you convert. But then everyone thinks Mahomes or Rogers course but um yeah. no, okay cbs you're probably wondering because like all these cbs people are like shaking right now um mm-hmm. oh by the way like if you're out and about if you're running while listening to this show start shaking <laughs> okay now what do you want them to do next chris i have no idea let's just go Let, <laughs> i want you guys to listen because Calvin and I actually I just want, i'm envisioning here. like random joggers shaking and uh, by the way, if you see that, that's because of this show. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope they're not shaking for other reasons. Just because we have so many viewers that they all live in the it's same like, like, neighborhood around each other. Exactly. So it's like, if they're shaking, people ignore or If they're shaking, people ignore them. But what if they have like pneumonia or something? Oh, wait, Calvin. If they have pneumonia, don't ignore them. If they're shaking, like ask them if they're okay. And if they say, I'm just listening to the Second Goal Fantasy Podcast, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But wait, what did you shout? my name for i was gonna say something but then uh i didn't say something because it's the next piece of news that we need to get to oh okay you were like calvin because i thought we didn't include it yeah okay we did include it cbs the games also counts for week 12 week 12 uh points and week 12 matchups 
but waivers will run Wednesday night after the game. Settings can be changed by the league commissioner, but I mean, I like this way a little bit better than sleepers, but it's still kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. yes, I like ESPN's way of doing it, and Yahoo and NFL.com. So, um, anyway, Will Fuller, I just shouted his name, suspended six games for violating the NFL PED policy. He will miss the rest of the fantasy season. Um, so I, I don't know if that uh, like those. There's only five games left in this season. Does that apply if Houston makes the playoffs, or if they don't, does he miss the first game of next year? Um. Uh... I don't think he will miss the first game of the next year. I don't think that's how it works. Or maybe, actually, maybe he will. I'm not really sure, but uh, I, I don't know. It just, sounds like it, it kind of stinks because, I mean, as far as I know, from what Will Fuller says, it sounds like it was an honest mistake. Like his doctor prescribed something. That's and what they told- all say. It's like, I looked, he, this professional that I looked to, he turned out to, he said it was legal, but it turned out it wasn't. I mean, maybe, maybe he's right. Apparently, now, uh, apparently. You can't always trust this, but Will Fuller says that some doctor prescribed him some medication that he, the doctor said was legal, but uh, turns out it wasn't. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe he's lying, maybe he's not. I'll, we mm-hmm. can give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. But mm-hmm. hopefully Will yeah. Fuller doesn't come and attack the show. Also, if you want to come on for an interview, Will Fuller, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get back yeah. to the, are you listening, if you're listening to the show from like 20 episodes ago? <laughs> In case you aren't an avid Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast listener, about 23 episodes or something. Oh, that was a long time ago. We did mm-hmm. the, We kept saying, like, blank, if you're listening to this show and then naming the players and telling them stuff. It's like every time we criticized a player on the show, it's like, if you're listening to the show. Um, but that, that, was, that got old, so we're not going to do that. But, yeah, this is, let's talk about this for fantasy because this – Brandon Cooks's target share is going to go up. I mean, the Texans cut Kenny Stills. I think this yeah, Brandon Cooks is a real play now. Well, he already has been a real play, but he's like a real legit, legit play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the main effect. I mean, am I missing something? Is Wait, Randall Cobb is still there, but he's injured right now. Jordan Aikens might get some more touches, but this definitely hurts Deshaun Watson, although he's still definitely a start. But Brandon Cooks, like now he's probably – a almost every week start at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. Um, so let's move on to reactions. Chris, why don't we have a drop for this? You were, I said I could make a drop and you said, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't want to make you, why don't you want to make a drop? I don't know. Maybe it falls under news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever reactions, big games. These points are in half PPR. These are players that scored 24 or more oh this week. And guess who's, on, guess who's the top two guys? Teams that <laughs> Both I played. players that Chris faced in fantasy. Yep. Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry. It was a rough week, guys. <laughs> Tyreek Hill scored 51.4 fantasy points. He had 203 receiving yards in the first quarter. That's under What? Possibly Wait, top Calvin, five. how many total yards did the Broncos get? Um, that's for later, Chris. We're going to discuss the Broncos later, but I don't know how many. Wait, 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 wait. let me look at how many points the Broncos got. Wait, oh, their total yards. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. obviously their total yards were less than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had 269 receiving yards, three touchdowns. And I mean, he's just good. We already knew he was good. So we don't need to discuss this. Derrick Henry, though, he also had 33 point fantasy points in the first half. 
He was like basically not involved in the entire second half. He ran for three touchdowns over a hundred yards in that half. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Deshaun Watson had a huge game because he's Deshaun Watson. Will Fuller had a huge game as well, 32.1, but he doesn't matter anymore for fantasy. Patrick Mahomes had a big game because he's Mahomes. Rodgers had a big game against Chicago, which proves that, I mean, he's probably an every week start at this point. Nick Chubb had a big game against Jacksonville, which was probably expected because they run the ball a lot. Kirk Cousins. He yeah, Calvin. Game. Calvin. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just found the sad. I mean, the bargain. Tyreek Hill, uh, the entire Broncos offense over all four quarters had 112 yards. Uh, Tyreek Hill easily outpaced that uh, in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, he almost doubled it. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that Kirk, is crazy. Kirk Cousins against a decent Carolina pass defense. He played really well, which was surprising, but I don't know if he's trustworthy yet, Chris. What do you think? Um, yeah, I just – I don't know if I can trust him. He's an interesting play, though, you know? Yeah, he's been too inconsistent for me. I mean, I think Antonio Gibson also put up 34.1 against Dallas. I think he might be a ba- – he's a back-end RB1 rest of season. He's clearly an RB1. It's just maybe he's around 10 or so, maybe even higher, like 8. Mm, yeah, I think he's around eight, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, he's been so good. Really, like, the next CMC and uh-huh. under Ron yeah. Rivera, too. Latavius uh-huh. Murray yeah. also, he outcarried Kamara 19-11, to 11, and he put up 25.1 fantasy points against Denver. I mean, they won't be running the ball that much again, especially against the Falcons next week, who have a bad pass defense, but they still might be running it a bit with Taysom Hill. But wait, I mean, Chris... Do you think – I hate how you were right about Latavius Murray. Uh, do you think Latavius Murray is going to – like, is he going to out-touch Alvin Kamara? Is Alvin Kamara hurt again? What's going on? Explain it to me. Yeah, I mean, I – Calvin, I said Latavius Murray was here. This is for that reason. Latavius Murray can compete in the running game, and people don't realize this for some reason. So when you get a matchup where the Saints it. are just going to pound the ball, Latavius Murray is a viable flex play. Like, if you look at his numbers, he's been getting very consistent, if not more carries than Alvin Kamara. Well, yeah, he had more this, this – it's so annoying that you were right. I hate that. He's a little bit too inconsistent for me. He's not an every week start. But he's mm-hmm. someone – he but definitely some, should be like, owned. You should keep again, an eye on Especially him. with Taysom Hill playing right now in a, in a time where they were just pounding the ball on the ground and they're not really looking to pass the ball. Latavius Murray is definitely a viable flex play. Uh, wait, week to week? Yeah, uh, I guess I guess that's fair. Honestly. As long as Taysom Hill is playing, I he is definitely a flex play. And Breeze is coming back realistically probably week 15. Mm-hmm. So, like that that's when I, if I had to guess, I would say he's comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, anyway, Derek Carr, Daryl Henderson, Antonio Brown, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyler Boyd, Jared Goff, Josh Jacobs, Cam Newton all scored under 4 point fantasy points in half PPR. But let's start, I mean, we'll discuss Daryl Henderson a little bit more later. Um, but let's start with Derek Carr. He busted for, like, less than one against Atlanta after doing so well against Kansas City. Everyone in the fantasy industry was on him, including me, and I'm sure you were too, Chris. Like, what happened? Yeah. I mean, I have no idea here. Yeah, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. I mean – some of, this is the way fantasy goes sometimes, guys. Sometimes you'll get these games where you'll be like, oh, here we go. And sometimes it'll be like, oh, no, there we go. You know, so it's, that's the thing about fantasy. Chris, by the way, you have a typo in that Tyreek Hill tweet. 
What did I? What is it? You forgot to mention yards. No one cares, Calvin. Okay, fine. I'll give it a like. All right. Follow us on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at Chris underscore SGF. I did, I have to tweet stuff because I'm behind Calvin and followers before I forget it. Oh yeah, of course. It's interesting. Of course, of course, of course. Um, let's. Uh, uh but yeah, Derek. I, I don't know. Just when we were starting to trust him. I know. I don't know. Can you even play him in any matchup? He just had like the best matchup in the league. Oh man. No. Why can Why can the Raiders almost beat the Chiefs? Or they beat them once and almost beat them again, but they can't even handle the Falcons. He, he should be owned in fantasy, but do not start him next week. He doesn't get yeah, Unless he has a very good matchup. Like, I'm not going to no, say... No, 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 no! you got to wait and see. He just had the best matchup in the league. Yeah, I, I think this is more of an outlier. I, with a good matchup, I'm... Derek Carr is an okay play. Especially if... I mean... Oh, jeez, I just realized. It's sad to be a Giants fan. Daniel Jones. Man. Uh-huh. Very sad. He's. It sounds like he's going to be missing some time. Good that thing is the Giants play the Seahawks this week, and then they play the Steelers next week. So there's probably two losses. But, but my uh, man out of Texas. Colt then McCoy. they play the Browns in week. Uh, I don't even know when Colt that McCoy, is. Week also 15, former Brown. I think so. That is the must-win game. I'm really hoping that Daniel Jones can be back for that. Then they beat the Cowboys, go to six and ten, and they make the playoffs at six and ten. That's yes. the goal for the Giants. Colt, Colt McCoy. You're forgetting yeah, Texas. McCoy. I'm I mean, a Texas fan, and you've got a Texas quarterback. That's good yeah. karma. And he's facing the Browns. Colt McCoy revenge game! Yes. Wait, no, Calvin. but he's not facing the Calvin, Browns. Honestly, like, Wait. like, this might sound crazy, but I actually think the Giants have a chance against the uh, Seahawks. I Wait, think no, they they're facing the Browns in of, week 15. Wait, so Daniel Jones might be back well, for them. Chris, Chris, use your Giants karma to get Daniel Jones to sit out in week 15 against the Browns, even if he's not hurt, and then get a Colt McCoy revenge game. Oh, my goodness. Colt McCoy revenge game. Also, you think they have a chance to get the Seahawks? You're insane. Oh, wait. It says Jones has a chance to suit up against Seattle, so. Oh, then you really have a chance, right? Can you hear that, Calvin? I'm not hearing anything right now. Oh, well, everyone is talking to my neighbor because he's at the door. Oh, okay. Your stupid little neighbor. Tell him to go away. Mm-hmm. Tell him we're recording the most Calvin, famous... What is he no, wait. Th- oh. This guy, or woman, I don't know, is barging in on, like, the best podcast ever recording. Mm-hmm. I think I did hear something earlier. So your neighbor's getting in a... Pe- he's getting famous right now. Yeah, should I go? Should I go yell at him and tell him that we're recording to please leave? No, because I need you here. Without you, I'm gonna have like a panic attack. Without you, the show. Without me, the show would just be awful. Solo hosting. No, I didn't say that. I just. I'm the key to this one. Get rid of me. Okay. Okay, fine, Chris. I'll go away. You host the show. Bye, Calvin. I'm signing off. No, no, no. I'm going. You're hosting. Wait, no, we can't both leave. (laughs) (laughs) We both leave, and then it's just that's it mm-hmm. okay keep going okay wait where are we at oh yes uh antonio brown he got 2.4 against the chiefs how did godwin do or oh, wait he did how- well he had a he almost had 100 yards he couldn't find the end zone but uh oh yeah and then evans catches for 97 evans had two touchdowns i think this is an outlier i think you can still flex ab but like this is the problem with him his target share is going to be a little bit inconsistent and he had that tough Kansas City pass defense so not all Evans Brown and AB could produce Evans only had 3 catches he was saved by his two touchdowns so i mean yeah i mean it's just he's a viable flex but he's a risky play and he has a low ceiling 
I think that's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, I agree with you. It sounds like it sounded like you were coming back from yelling. Hmm. It sounded like you were coming back from yelling at your neighbors. Oh, it's just because my microphone just glitched and it like logged out for some reason. Oh, okay. Tyler Boyd scored under four. Sorry, guys. The Tyler Boyd season's over. I never counted on them having Brandon Allen. I mean, it's not over. He can. Yeah, wait, Calvin. What if he ends up finishing around thirty-one because of this? That's not for no, no. Don't even bring it up, jerk. We had Tyler Boyd had a bad game. He's still a good flex because he gets the unsurprisingly decent amount of targets. T. Higgins did outplay him though. But like with this bad quarterback play, it's like he he can't he, he can't. Yeah, I I I kind of expected this. That's why I had him around thirty one. He's probably even a low end flex at this point. I just didn't. I wanted to have like when I rank my guys, I wanted you guys to have him for the fantasy playoffs. So I just tried to make sure of that you know. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I knew he was gonna come. Joe Burrow injury. Joe Burrow injury. Okay, Jared Goff is next. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Woo! He had a bad game. Calvin's lucky to have faced him in fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's probably the biggest reason. Uh, Calvin had a a great QB matchup. Uh, Jared Goff versus versus Cam Newton, and uh, his opponent also had Josh Jacobs. So. Yeah, but guess who also wait? But he I also had, had a Bernard. Antonio Gibson. Um, also yeah, guys, what a stellar matchup. How many points would you guys expect from Cam Newton, Giovanni Bernard, Josh Jacobs, and Jared Goff? And uh, Darren Waller. And the Colts defense, who got negative five. Yeah, so uh, for, across all those, from across Cam Newton, Giovanni Bernard, Darren Waller, and the Indiana defense, Calvin got, like, nine points versus uh, Jared Goff, Josh Jacobs, and Josh Jacobs, which... Uh, Fortunately, Allen Robinson, of all people, saved me. So another one bites the dust. Another yeah, great Mitch prediction. Trubisky, Calvin. Oh, Alan Robinson is going to be better when Nick Foles comes. <laughs> so mean. Okay, well, yeah, I was wrong about that, but I was right that Alan Robinson is good. But I mean, I okay. honestly didn't even end up ranking Alan Robinson that much. And then someone that we had been off all season, Calvin. We thought the the. Wait, no, wait. What about Jared Goff? He's been good lately. I just think he's not a week to week start though, right? I mean, matchup dependent, he could be. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's what it really is, matchup dependent. But then, how about we talk about one guy that we've been really off, Calvin? Jarvis Landry. Eight catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown. Wait, weren't we going to talk about Josh Jacobs and Cam? Oh, I thought we kind of already did, but we can I think go back Cam, to you can still start, but he might. He's always going to have these inconsistent games. He's had like three so far. And then Jacobs, that was a fluke game. He's still a solid. Mm-hmm. That entire offense was a fluke. Mm hmm. Okay, back to posting. Jarvis Landry, eight catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown. And guess what the crazier part is? It was uh, Baker Jackson. Mayfield had Jarvis Landry standing wide open in the end zone on one of the plays, and he did another uh, play that he did to Austin Hooper last week. He just totally threw it over his head. Like, he was literally standing in the middle of the open, wide open in the end zone, and he just tossed it over his head. He had 11 right? targets, and it was his first receiving touchdown all year. No, Calvin, that's what I'm saying. He would have, he should have had a second touchdown if Baker Mayfield didn't make a super bad throw. Like, like yeah, unbelievably I mean, bad. He can't be started, though, in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't. Don't fall into that trap, guys. I mean, you can wait and see, but he's been so bad. Like, he's had, like, three, four, five, three, four, five, three catches and only got eight. Like, wait and see. He should definitely be owned. He's owned in 75% of ESPN leagues, but not in And he does, he does face the Jets in Week 16. So, if you feel like you want to take a risk in the fantasy playoffs in the championship, start Jarvis Landry. Maybe you can consider it. But well, I still think see, he's Wait and see about his continued production. Finally, the Broncos lose 31-3 to to the Saints with Kendall Hinton at quarterback. I mean, if I didn't really say this outright. When we thought Royce Freeman was going to start – I said that Royce Freeman was a flex, a risky flex. 
I would have said the same about Kendall Hinton. Oh man, I was so wrong. I should not. I apologize because like I should not. I mean, I never even really said this about Hinton specifically. I said it about Royce Freeman. But, like I should not have thought that a player who had a 53% completion percentage at Wake Forest in ACC football mm-hmm. only played quarterback primarily for one season. And then he did play some in the other seasons. Was on I mean, he did start as a receiver and called up like, or he was found out the night before the game that he was starting, got zero reps. He went one for nine for 13 yards and two touchdowns. Also, the Broncos literally wanted to start one of their coaches at quarterbacks, and they genuinely asked the NFL to start add offensive quality control coordinator Rob Calabrese to let him start, and he hadn't played it. He hadn't played quarterback. He played quarterback at UCF, but he hadn't played since 2012. They mm-hmm. they wanted him over Kendall Hinton, and the NFL didn't let it happen. But, I mean, that was just crazy. One for nine, 13 yards, two picks. Mm-hmm. I feel bad yeah. for him. Two rushes for seven yards. I mean, a good good effort. He must have been scared to death. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that proves when, – whenever, like, there's a good college team, people are like, oh, they could beat the Jets. They could beat Adam Case. Mm-hmm. By the yeah, way, no. resumed being the primary play caller, the Jets scored three points. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, but, it's uh, like, how about this? I mean, Cal- you Kendall Hinton wasn't that bad. He was three for nine. That's not awful. One for nine. No, that's what I'm saying, Calvin. Three for nine. It's just two of the p- passes went to Saints players. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, I mean the fact is, like, this is the thing to be an NFL quarterback, and people are like, why are there no good NFL quarterbacks? I mean, it's so difficult to do. People are like, it should be so easy. It's not. This guy literally has experience at quarterback. He, he went one for nine. He was probably lucky to even complete a pass, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, looking well, back, Calvin, he completed more passes to Saints players than he did Broncos players. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Royce Freeman mm-hmm. and Melvin Gordon played some Wildcat. That was just a brutal game for the Broncos. You can forget about it. And Taysom Hill led the Saints to a 31-3 victory. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's unbelievable. Who would have thought, heading into the season, that we would have seen Taysom Hill? Like, everyone knew who Taysom Hill was. Nobody knew who Kendall Hinton was. I didn't know who he was until Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man, that's funny. And he wasn't even mm-hmm. in the ESPN player universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how little known he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty funny. Just, just so you know, the ESPN player universe included Carson Palmer for multiple years after he retired. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Palmer, just a secret ad, just in case. <laughs> We yeah. should look and see. There's probably some more retired players on there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to Waiver Wire. Waiver Wire. All right. So we're doing some Waiver Wire. Reminder that these guys are rostered in 40% or less of ESPN leagues. My number one Waiver Wire pick is Cam. Camuel. Camuel. Actually, <laughs> Cam Akers. Everyone says this is the way, like, this is the week that Cam Akers will take over for Daryl Henderson. But he had nine rushes for 84 yards and a score. Daryl Henderson had 10 for 19 against San Francisco. Cam Akers has got to be starting to take over. The number two ad is pretty close to him at number one, but because Akers is a running back, he's going to be a lot more useful for teams in need of a running back. I mean, these guys, these one and two are basically the same, though. I mean, I could, you could argue that Tim Patrick, my number two, is the number one. Just because he had a bad week with Kendall Hinton at quarterback. He should be coming back. He's gotten a consistent target share, consistent catch floor. He went over 100 yards in his last real game. And, yeah, 
He even got two targets in the Kendall Hinton game. Yeah. So, impressive. But, yeah, yeah, Chris, why don't you do your one and two? They're different than mine. Wow. I'm yeah, uh, my number one is Michael Pittman. And I, I, people are calling off of him because he had one bad game. I still trust him in this offense. I think that – I mean, the Titans just played a phenomenal game. I think that's going to change. Now, once you get, like, a little bit more of a run game and all that, I think once all, thing, all cylinders are going on the Indianapolis Colts side, then I think things are going to be much better for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um... – it's fair. I think Pittman's going to get better. He did have multiple bad drops in that game, so he's still raw. But, oh, look what we found on Twitter. Oh, this roster had Deshaun Watson, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb. And they, mm. they were facing that. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Projected for 189.35 right now. Jeez um, Louise. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's kind of funny, but, um, but yeah, I mean that, that actually, that scoring's a little bit different than our league. Cause the, like it said, Derrick Henry scored 40 and Deshaun Watson had 39. So it was a little bit different, but you know, like those are huge games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, my number, so wait, you, 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 you <coughs> Michael Pittman, I have him at number four. He's still worth an ad. I just, I don't know if I can complete, Oh, bless you, by the way. I don't know if I oh, can thank you. completely trust him, but like, you know, I I I have trusted him. And then my number two, I guess I'll, I'll move on. Alan Lazard, I absolutely love this guy. He only caught four passes. Oh, I know. Throws, but that's because he went out for a good chunk of the game with a little bit of an injury. But he came Not a good back. Chunk. He went a little bit later, so you have n- nothing to be concerned about with him getting injured. Uh, Aaron Rodgers loves to throw to him. I had him as a sneaky guy on the back end of the list ever since the start of the fantasy offseason. Look at where he ended up now. I'm good at finding these little sleeper guys, Calvin. And uh, oh, wait a second, one of these guys, my deep sleeper. I think he might be my uh, big sleeper for next year that people are gonna have to wait. watch out for. He's like my Rex Burkhead and uh, and Alan Lazard of next year. Wait, sorry about that. I'm I'm freaking out. So I know I know we're not supposed to talk about the game because like it's happening while we're recording, but like you know, like you, mm-hmm. you guys have already known what happened. How in 29 seconds did the Eagles get the ball to start the first quarter? go three and out, and then punt it away with a penalty. It was first and five. They threw it three straight times. Miles Sanders didn't get the ball! Give Miles Sanders the ball! Stop! It's not funny! And Tyler Lockett has the ball 29 seconds into the game. (laughs) At least it's first and 20, Calvin. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay. Well, anyway. Um... Yeah, I like Lazardi. He had six targets. He's probably my number six ad. I had to take him out, though, because I like Nelson Aguilar as my number three. He had five receptions for 54 yards, following up his six for 88 in the score game. Uh, even in a game where the Raiders' offense didn't really move that much. He's had 11 catches in his past two games, so I really like him. And then Michael Pittman is my number four guy. And then number five, he pops up on this list every single week, Dalton Schultz. He's caught 19 passes in, past, in his past four games. He's averaged about, like, eight point eight eight and a half points per game in that time mm-hmm. span. And DK Metcalf just got a catch instead of Tyler Lockett. Nice. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I, it's just he's going to be on this list every single time. My deep sleeper, guess who's back, Chris? <laughs> bum, 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 I mean, you can guys, you guys bum, can tell that he's gotten progressively worse since Calvin chosen because he was originally number one on Calvin's list. He dropped down into, like, bottom or four not number or five, one, like number and now he's on the deep sleeper list. <laughs> Deep sleepers. Darnell Mooney, 9.9% ESPN ownership. And people have already forgotten about him after I burned them with my Darnell Mooney prediction earlier. But he had nine targets last game. 
only caught three, but he was facing a tough Green Bay pass defense. Look at this schedule last four weeks of the fantasy season. All four of these defenses are very beatable for wide receivers. Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Darnell Mooney. Don't start him yet, but add him. Keep an eye on him. He's definitely worth it. Do it uh, now, but not over Before any of these. Late. And not over any of the six guys that we've already mentioned. Yeah. How about uh, my number three, Calvin? Cam Akers. Yeah, I talked about him, but you have him way too low, but that's all right. I, I like him. I mean, he's been good. And, uh, yeah, I just realized that you did already talk about him, but uh, he's been good. He well outperformed uh, Daryl Henderson. Wait, is that his first name? I'm blanking on his first name. Daryl? Yeah. Yes, it's Daryl Henderson. Okay. Smarty. That was, <laughs> that was a weird blank, but uh, anyways, he's outperformed him, but I don't know if that target share is going to or that uh, carry count is going to totally shoot up. I think it's going to remain around the same number. So uh, I'm not really trusting him to be like my number one guy, but it's definitely worth an ad. And then my number four, you talked about him as, as well, Calvin, Dalton Schultz. And he's just that great tight end ad that seems to always find his way on the river wire. And then uh, I, I have Tim another Patrick. one. I don't like that pick. Tim Patrick. He's just been playing great football. And he, I mean, I just didn't want him because a lot of things seem really shaky in that Broncos offense. And not because they started Kendall Hinton, but Drew Locke has, just hasn't been – what I thought he could be. They just don't seem to be have that good of a flow. I feel like they're not pushing the ball enough. They're not getting into the red zone enough. But uh, he's definitely worth an ad still. And then my deep sleeper, guys, you'll see him. I'll talk about him later as we get into the fantasy offseason. But uh, you guys are going to like this. It is. I love how you Davis. now love a very uh, Barry deep sleeper. 1.1%. I absolutely love this guy. Uh, Josh Allen likes to throw to him, especially uh, – we're just starting to see this, see this target share shift over and over, and I think that he could make that surprising last uh, four-game arrival onto the fantasy scene. So, I are you going to say his name and give any reason, or you gave reasoning? But are you going to say his name? I I already did. Gabriel Davis. You did not. I don't think you said his name. Or maybe you did. I don't know. But yeah, John Brown's on injured reserve, so I like the pick. Wait, what did he do last week? Wait, though? John Brown's on injured reserve? Yeah, no, he didn't play this week. So what did Gabriel Davis do? Uh, he caught a touchdown. He got like 15. I absolutely love this guy, especially with John Brown out. I was going to say with if John, when John Brown was out, he was incredible. And like then he would be a top five. He probably even make, almost makes my top five if Tim Patrick weren't there. I mean, if Tim Patrick weren't, he's probably number six. And yet he still finds my deep. Chris season. is like freaking out right now. He's like, yeah, but he's going to be so good. Yeah, let's see. Let's let's get a little calm, a little more clinical here. He, yeah, he had three catches for 79 yards and a touchdown. He could be a new deep threat for them. Stephon Diggs wasn't really involved, which was, I don't know if that'll continue. But, I mean, yeah, I like the pickup. Is, I like the deep sleeper pick. But it's a deep sleeper. Like, don't start him yet. Wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Why does DK Metcalf already have three catches? I mean, I'm not complaining or anything because Tyler Lockett doesn't have a catch yet. If you have Calvin, questions about is it come about back fantasy- time for me? What? Is it come back time for me? Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, Great please. start. Yeah. If you, let's go. Get, they got sacked. <laughs> if you have questions about fantasy football, email us at secondgoalfantasy at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at Chris underscore SGF. You can follow also follow our podcast account at SGF pod for podcast updates. Follow our live show at SG Sports Talk or go to SPRTSCASTR.com slash SG Sports Talk to check us out. We do play by play. We do weekly live shows. That's basically all we're doing right now. You can also download the Sportscaster app and follow us at SG Sports Talk. Also, follow us on Twitter for updates at SG Sports Talk and email us at secondgoalsportstalk at gmail.com with questions. 
uh, make sure to check out my articles for Luke Brown Sports Talk. You can follow him on Twitter mm-hmm. at LB underscore Sports Talk, his website. Um, and you can, his website link is in the description. And I also write for Sportscaster News. So you can go to news.sportscaster.com slash author slash Calvin KSGF. That's news.sportscaster.com slash author slash Calvin KSGF for um, articles. I haven't written one in a little while, but I wrote an NFL power rankings a little while ago. And I'll continue writing at some point. But just stay tuned. I'll tweet about it. So follow me. Calvin, I realize we could have just done a big Wednesday show. I'm not realizing this. Oh, because of waivers? No, well, because the sleeper kids. Mm, True. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.